0: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. Kyle Sullivan is in the house, the Colorado Avalanche with a three to nothing win, avenging an earlier loss, difficult loss to Calgary. Uh, this one was, again, not as easy. And you might see a score of three nothing, think it maybe was a walk in the park. Far from it. But the yeah. ads were, were up to the challenge, at least last uh, on uh, mon- Sunday night, excuse me. Um, man. Great game. We'll get to all of it. First things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets L O P N underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to lockedonavalanche at gmail.com and follow the show over on our YouTube channel where we are live right now over on uh, YouTube. Search locked on avalanche and subscribe. Get notified whenever a new show goes live. All right, sir. So, yeah, a three to nothing win for the Avs. The Avs needed this in, mm-hmm. in more ways than one. One, because they haven't been playing great hockey lately, they've been playing okay hockey. Uh, but, you know, the, the game that we went to in New Jersey, three nothing, you were up. Yeah, it was a back to back, but you end up losing that one. You almost gave up a lead in against the Islanders. You obviously lost to Calgary. So things haven't been going the way the Avs want them to, and you know you get all the Landeskog news, the Sammy G news, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. But uh, you needed a win. You needed a win. <clears throat> Doesn't matter who the opponent was, but especially against Calgary, yeah. who who was is you know on your heels. They're they're nipping at your heels, and you needed some separation. And the Avs got it. They played a really a, a really good game from top to bottom. I think.
0: Yeah, with a injury-depleted team, and you kind of felt like this was going to be the game we're going to get demolished. You just—I <laughs> mean, like you just—you had that feeling like everything's—it—it hasn't been going great for the Avalanche here lately for about a week. It's been—it's been rough, and then yeah. that—pardon the pun—but the Avalanche news about everybody being out for as long as they are, and especially how we played Calgary last time, you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then Nathan McKinnon comes right out there and gets everything going. And honestly, you, you talk about the 3-0 score and how it's it's kind of deceptive. That second period where nothing happened, that's where everything happened. Uh, Vladar was out of his mind. And yeah. for the Avalanche to overcome a goalie getting hot, that, was, that spoke a lot, especially for how things have been trending for the Avalanche lately.
1: Yeah, that's true because they, they haven't been able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. You, you've been running into pretty hot goaltenders, and, and normally the Avs can, can overcome that. Yeah. Their offensive abilities are just too great for other teams, um, and you know that they most of the time they'll figure it out as mm-hmm. the game goes on. And they haven't been able to do that. But he was he 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 uh, it was, it was he had a good start to the the second period. Uh, but you're right, man. The Avs just just found a way, and it was. Believe it or not, the power play. <laughs> uh, the, the first one was beautiful uh, yeah. with, with McKinnon. How he had that much time and space, I do not know. I think that might have been either a blown assignment or he just found a weak spot and exploited it. When you give him that much time and space, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, And that's exactly what happened in that first power play. And even in the second power play, Alex Newhook, you know, goes uh, ping ping, and you could have been two for two. The the yeah. horn actually sounded. I thought, I yeah, think, and, uh, it did. It w- went off in the arena for a split second. Uh, you thought that it w- that that was going in, and even it's it's unbelievable how that did not go in. I don't know how that thing did not go in, but for one reason or another, it did not. So it's like okay, you're 1-for-2 on the power play, good. Could have been 2-for-2, two two, but it still was a little bit better. And again, this is a very, very good penalty-killing team and a power play team, and you shut them down. Was it 0-for-4? 0-for-3.
0: 0-for-3. 0-for-3.
1: And the last one came when they pulled their goalie, and it was 6-on-4. Uh, so I thought, you know, where, where, where's, where's the downside to how they were playing in special teams today. It really wasn't one.
0: And it's really hard to kill off um, penalties from Calgary because the way they handle things, we always complain about the slingshot pass that the Avalanche do. Mm -hmm. Calgary plays this little small triangle, and they set up on the half boards. And it's like a little pass, 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 and that's how they break out. It's the most adorable thing. If you go back (laughs) and watch it, it's it's adorable. It's precious. But if you watch them do that little pass, that's how they break out. And for the Avalanche to stay to what they're doing and kill off all three, like huh. that's that's pretty that's pretty incredible. And you you talked about Nathan McKinnon with, whether it was a blown assignment or Nathan McKinnon just realizing where he needed to be. I think it was a little bit of both. Because Nathan McKinnon does this thing whenever Gog's not there, he goes from it goes from that Batman and Robin scenario to Nightwing. And Nathan McKinnon was nightwing.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he was in his normal spot. It's not like he was in a, in a location that they weren't expecting him to be in. Uh, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know why Calgary overloaded the other side and it just left him wide open. Um, and even though like, you know, the goalie was kind of in position, but that's just his, you know, his pinpoint accuracy is just going to get that by him. Um, what else we have for? Let's see some some stats here. You had, I mean, we got to talk about Darcy Kemper because you know he's been up and down lately. Um, maybe more down. I mean, the whole team's been can kind been kind of down lately. But the, I mean, he got pulled the last time these two mm-hmm. teams played. Gave up three goals in a relatively short amount of time. Wasn't happy about it. Slammed a stick on the boards, which you don't really see him do all that much. Uh, he doesn't really like show. Like he's a happy go lucky guy. He doesn't really mm-hmm. show a ton of emotion like that. So I think it was a no brainer that he was going to be out there against Calgary in Game Two against these guys. And um, he wanted he he didn't just want to you know have this be a game where it's where they just get by. You know, it's a dog fight, and it was for the most part. He wanted to shut the door and slam the door on them, and he really, really—I mean, when you have forty-six shots thrown at you and you don't let in a single one, especially against a team like Calgary, you have done your job in spades, and that is uh, number one star easily. Yeah, for Darcy Kemper, that was that was his best performance of the year, if you ask me.
0: And the thing is, it wasn't just forty-six shots straight at the crest. Like, he was having to work for it. He was having to swim around, use the glove, use the blocker. He was out of his mind. And mm-hmm. it's one of those, the defense feeds off that confidence. And once Darcy's rolling, the team is rolling.
1: Yeah. I mean, that one goal, or not goal, could have been a goal for Calgary. And I don't know if it went off the the shaft of the stick or the blocker or a combination of the two, but oh yeah, we've been on the other side of that a lot this year where a goalie is just on fire and you're just, you just throw your hands up to the sky and say, how are we going to do this? Um, And for the most part the avalanche kind of find ways to do it. But Calgary was in that mode. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, they, they just could not get anything past him. And even, even when they had the, the, the power play with like 30 seconds left, like, Hey, why not? I mean, it's three to nothing, but why not throw, you know, let's try to get something off him. And there, I think it was Kachuk. Had yeah. a good look, and Campher was just Johnny on the spot. Fantastic, fantastic game by him. I c- couldn't be uh, more excited about how, that going forward for him because he really needed a game like that against a team like Calgary.
0: So, and it had a feeling of it being a one nothing game all the way through with how Vladar was playing on the other end. Yeah, so you you good. really you had a you had a feeling that this was going to go the distance, and mm-hmm. Nathan McKinnon bookending it and kicking the top off the Ant Hill. Um, that really, really added to the game.
1: Mm.
0: Um, Peter
1: Baugh just put up a very interesting tweet about a comment Jared Bednar just made. So uh, I'm going to get to that. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but first, uh, how's that for uh, leaving it hanging, right? <laughs> uh, we're going to hear from Athletic Greens. That's our new partner. And it's something that we have been we finally got it in the mail mm-hmm. and we've been taking it. And I think I've been doing it for three or four days now. And I gotta say, I like this stuff. A lot of the time when you say when you have like these like green looking drinks, they're like blah. But this is actually tastes, I mean, it tastes like fruit juice. Mm It's actually pretty darn good. So what is it? You get one delicious scoop of athletic greens, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and apnogens. To help you start your day right. This is a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, your aging, pretty much everything. So what is Athletic Greens? It was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 per day. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheap than your cold brew habits. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold seasons. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that is it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health. And pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so yeah, I said that uh, Peter Ball put up something that um, Coach Bednar just said. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. <laughs> so he said, "I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, because we've been so good, I haven't even looked at the standings all year. I haven't felt the need." Whoa! Uh, so, and then Peter Ball goes on to say, he didn't say it say this in an arrogant way. Uh, he said he circles games on the schedule, but the team isn't focused on playoff matchups. I mean, I look at the standings <laughs> every day just to make sure we are where we are, or not even to make sure we are where I know where we are just because it feels good to look at, you know, I go so I use the uh, the score app for mm-hmm. my, my sports. So I always go to hockey and I do it like you can you can separate it by division, by mm-hmm. conference, and by overall, and I always mm-hmm. click that overall just so I can see the avalanche. don't everyone, it makes you feel good.
0: It does. I, I do the same every day on the NHL app. I'll go. Yeah. I'll tap one, look at it, feel good. Tap the next and then tap the next. And then it starts my day off right.
1: Wow. So I, but and you know what? I believe him. I believe him when he said he doesn't check the standings. There's really no reason for him to in the position that he's in. It doesn't matter. He knows his team is good. Uh, so, so what's the point? And like, you don't need to constantly check it. You know, what games are, are you have to get, you have to get up for all the games, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like for a game like Calgary, you have to get up for that. You, you kind of have an inherited quality. It's like a, you know, a sixth sense of, you you know, where they're at. He
0: mm-hmm. knows he's knows he got a
1: good team. I love that. I think that's hilarious. That is um,
0: super swagger from the man I want to be when I grow up. Jared Benner. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't want to be him when he was uh, active days because I think it was negative, what was he one year? Like negative 92 or something? Yeah,
0: he but he had a sick mullet, some sweet lettuce. He did. He
1: did. Um, I thought there was something else that he put up. So Jared Benner. He probably noted, just
0: he dropped the mic and just left. Yeah, that was a mic drop <laughs> moment right
1: there. Um noted that this game was the should have won considering how much hockey Calgary has played lately. That's true. They did play uh last uh, night before, I should say. Um I think against Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's mm-hmm. who it was. So yeah. So they're on a back to back, but we've been on them too. So every team has been on them. So it's uh n- no excuses. And we're down a couple important pieces, which we will get to a little bit later. Um, I wanted to bring up, we do have some people kind of uh, commenting in the chat. So um, our good friend, the Yeti report who always follows us over on mm-hmm. YouTube. Thank you for that, sir said uh, he thought McKinnon was going to get the hat trick uh, and poor new hook. Yeah, we, we, mentioned oh. new hook. um I don't know how that again, I don't know how that didn't go in, but yeah, but when, when McKinnon usually uh, gets going like that, there's nothing that can stop him. And and he should I shouldn't say should have. He could have had the hat trick. There was a a play where he just got the puck perfectly in transition, threw it over to I, I think I want to say it was Nachuskin. I could be wrong on that. And just continued his uh, march toward the goal and it was a perfect pass right on a stick and didn't go. It was another good save. Yeah. It was another good save, but
0: um Yeah, I was cheering I so hard for New Hook. I when he finally gets that goal. Like you feel, especially with the absence of Landy and Sammy G, like this is a perfect opportunity for him to step up. And you know, with that goal, he's going to do that. Yeah. Um,
1: Overall, let me see. I got some more stats I want to bring up here. Abs were down because of no Gerard and no Landeskog. uh, They didn't bring anybody up. And that is a salary cap move right there to do that. Because you're accruing more salary cap every day that goes on. And if you bring somebody up, they're going to go up against the cap and they don't want to do that right now. So it was a little bit of a risk, uh, but I feel like one that they were willing to take. And because of the position that they're in, why not? Like Jared Benner was just saying, like, he's not looking at the standings, but we are, mm-hmm. I mean, Calgary is, is coming up on you, but you're way up in the division. So, I mean, you can afford to do stuff like that. And if all those, all those dollars matter. Yeah. So every day you're accruing more salary cap as I don't know what it is daily for the apps, but um, to to kind of make that decision, you're kind of saying like, okay, we're comfortable where we're at and we still feel like we can go out and beat this team with with what we have. And you were down a forward move,
0: but pretty, you
1: know, it worked.
0: I think we can honestly get away with this for the West Coast swing.
1: Well they're playing the Kings
0: and the and Sharks. I think Sharks on Tuesday.
1: Sharks. Um man. What what yeah, you're uh, yeah. what you're
0: saying is uh, the sum of these parts are they are they greater than Calgary? Like no. No, they're not. And you're but, not going to have what in net either.
1: No, but you're 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 putting a lot of pressure on th- to, to do that game after game Um
0: I don't know I just and, I just and and, and I uh, to Matt and everyone's point McDermott his shots were looking really really good yeah and we have been talking <laughs> about n- <laughs> no yeah. no scoring out of lines three and four if you uh-huh. want to roll with this on this West Coast swing you you'll be pushing lines three and four to do something like Nathan McKinnon went out there and proved it. Miko finished it off. Okay. Lines three and four go out there and score something.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, even again, like they don't have to score anything for me. They just have to prevent goals. Um, And I thought they did well tonight. Mm. there, There were some moments that, uh, even yeah. even I thought Tyson Jost played a better game. Yeah, I didn't see J T. Confort that much.
0: You know what? I that's a that's a great point. I want to look at his minutes real quick. I um, did not see right him here. at all.
1: He's got just shy of seventeen minutes. Mm. So I don't know. Like, and he didn't. He had one shot on goal for seventeen minutes. You want more than that, man? Come on. Like, you know, I'm not trying to like you know nitpick here, but I just didn't notice him a lot. Um, where I felt like I noticed Jost a little bit more, maybe it's because of that mammoth helmet he's wearing. But uh, he had eleven thirty-four, but he's gonna have a little bit more when you're down a forward. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, let me. where's Curtis McDermott, oh, four seconds shy of ten minutes for Curtis oh. McDermott on the ice. Come on now, man.
0: One step in front of the other.
1: But he played bad. He played well. Yeah, I have to say, like he and and carrying the puck normally he's just he's just a statue they'll pass it to him and he'll just shuffle it off to somebody else sometimes the other team but he was i mean he was moving the puck through the zones who have you become curtis mcdermott like i was like impressed and he had a nice shot on net how many did a total did he have on that? Let me see. Uh, I guess it takes half a season for him
0: to get cranked up.
1: <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes it does for people. Sometimes it does. So, and he—I think he was just lost. He was yeah. absolutely lost. He was playing on a team that was expecting, you know, a lot from him, other than just fighting, and you know, a team that's going places. And he's never really had that opportunity. So maybe he was just like a deer in headlights in the beginning. And again, I'm not saying he is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not going to win you any games. He's not the no. type of guy. But um, it was—it it was a much better game, and at the perfect time he needed to be.
0: And you know, honestly, to your point that you made last week or the last Calgary game, mm-hmm. uh, who would you rather have, McDermott or Big Z? Again, seeing both of them on the ice tonight, I like McDermott. <laughs> you want to know what they were doing? Like, don't tell me like they're not
1: scheming against. Uh, Zadoroff. yeah, he was out there for their power play, yeah, on their on their second unit, and the, every time he touched the puck, they they were they were attacking him. Yeah. They were going right after him because they know he's yep. not good with the puck and yep. he could fumble. He didn't really turn it over that much, but he was panicked and tried to like you know do some shuffle passes against the boards or something like that. It was I was watching it distinctly. Um, and that's that's how he is. Like, yeah, he's a big body, and he can you know, he can fight, and he's got a good shot. But he gets squirmish with the puck, and the Avs knew that. They knew yeah,
0: it. you you would see that a lot when he was an Avalanche
1: sweater. Oh yeah. Um, let me see here. Looking at like Corsi scores Helm, Corsi four nine against twelve. Abe Kubel, Corsi four five against seven. Um, it's not horrible, uh, but Kubel with Fenwick four was three. So he was on the ice for a lot of block shots anyway. Um, and his, he only had nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody else, I mean, well, no, I mean that did. Wow, man. Wow. I'm looking at this for the first time. This shows you how tight this game was because almost everybody on the abs is below, the 50% threshold for Corsi mm. against. Even, you know, um, McKinnon was 28-4, 22 against. New Hook was 28-4, 30 against. Every The only ones that were over 50% were McKinnon, Jack Johnson.
0: Hey, banana pancakes. Figure,
1: and Curtis McDermott. <laughs> he was 12 so- and Oh, and I'm lying. And obviously, Miko Rantanen was too. So and Ryan Murray. So there's there's a handful, but most of them are under 50 percent, which is that's an even game. Mm-hmm. That is an even game. So, um, all right. We have to get to a couple other sponsors and then uh, we're going to get to our sound check for the day. One that Kyle has been waiting on for a while. But first, that dot net is that they came out with the brackets, right? Wasn't that?
0: Yep. That yes. Is.
1: All right. Sorry, I was watching a hockey game. Don't care. <laughs> uh, but it is that time of year again for college basketball's big tournament. It is finally here from the latest odds contest of players props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs. It remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news for this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. That's BetOnline.net. It's where the game starts. And you know it. You love it built bar. You got your uh, you, you took them on the road with you, right?
0: Yes, I'm For down to season? my I'm down to regular built bars right now.
1: Well, that's not bad. I mean, those
0: are No. Those I've, are just as good as I I I was telling everybody about the puffs and I think yep. there's some people buying some puffs.
1: All right. I like it. So, uh yeah, the built bar puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow bar. They're fluffy and they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat That is covered in 100% chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. One of those is bound to be your new favorite. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They're better than a typical candy bar, which can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, when most built bars are 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, sir. We have some songs to get to our L-O-P-N sound check. uh, Songs that summarize the action against the Calgary Flames. And if you want, you can go over to Spotify and just search L-O-P-N soundtrack and follow along because all these songs get added. To that set list. So, what do you got for me today, sir? I know what you got, but go ahead.
0: As a former Guitar Hero competitor,
1: <laughs> did you really do that?
0: Yes did i you? I ranked eighth out of a tournament of seventy two. Really? Had my picture in the paper and everything. No um, way. Oh yeah, I could throw down some Guitar Hero. All right. Through the fire and the flames from. Dragon Force, yeah, one of the, it's one of those songs everybody knows. They're like, oh, okay, listen to it again. That you've just you got to hear it. You've just got to hear it.
1: Uh, expert level? Oh yeah. No, you could, did you really, can you you can get through it on expert level? Wow, I think but we see, need a, a I had to the, post it.
0: I had the. I had the advantage of going from regular guitar to. You take a whole guitar a fretboard down to five buttons come on now
1: yeah I could do uh, I think I could do that on hard but not an expert
0: Cliffs to Dover is what I played for fun I don't know that one so oh Eric Johnson's but, Cliff of Dover mm. but mm. I
1: know uh, you know that that put Dragon Force on the map and they became <laughs> like uh, massive massive after that. And they played around where I live um, maybe like a year or so after they came out, and you couldn't get in the place. Yeah. And I think everybody just wanted to hear Through the Fire and the Flames like over and over again. They, they didn't even need a set list. It was like one song, like played 20 times.
0: Yeah, they had some good stuff.
1: They did. They did. They do. They really do. They're yeah. Solid band. Uh, for me, you've been waiting on that one. I've probably been kind of waiting on this one, and the Avs have not had a three to nothing score in a while because i've been wanting to use the song three nil by
0: slipknot Ooh. so uh,
1: i've been holding off on that one and what better time to do it mm. again calgary so uh some some good metal selections by uh kyle and i for this sound check against the Flames. so uh <laughs> yeah definitely go follow that set list
0: Yeah, our (laughs) upbringings are showing. They are our musical flavors are everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) All right, so we'll end it with uh, you know because all the news that happened on Saturday and we don't have a show on Sunday, we have not been able to kind of discuss what's going on with Gabe Landeskog and Sam Gerard We all know what's going on now. Um, Monday, Landeskog is having his surgery, and we know that. Sammy G will be out for at least a month. I had said, if you remember last week, if, and I kind of just threw out a month, I said, if Sammy G is going to be out for a month, why not just leave him out the rest of the year? What's Mm -hmm. an extra two weeks? What's an extra two weeks when you can put him on LTIR, use that money to go grab somebody, play the Tampa Bay lightning game, play the Vegas golden Knights game. Why not? I don't like it, but if, if, if everybody else is doing it, <laughs> then, then why not? That's um, business,
0: baby. <laughs>
1: it is, and and you're you, you know maybe they won't with Gerard because maybe if they want to get him back, they would like for him to get a couple weeks of games under his belt before the yeah. playoffs start. I get that too. For Landeskog, I don't think it makes any sense for him to come back until the playoffs start. And the way that the Avalanche are wording this, if you listen to like what Bednar was saying. They're not jumping right to he's going on LTIR. They're going to we'll see uh, Monday he's having the surgery and then we'll see what's happening. I think they know what's happening. I think they're just, you know, holding off until if something catastrophic happens, let's <laughs> knock on wood. And hope that, hopefully that doesn't. Um, but they're waiting for the answer from the medical team and the doctors. And then when they get that and they say, like, yeah, you know, this it is the time frame that we thought it was going to be. I think then he's going at an LTIR. Why would you not do that? Well, I mean, again, I'm not a fan of it, but teams are doing it and it's within the rules. So, if he if he's what is the point in bringing him back for what? The last 2 games of the season? It's not worth it. The guy has no. a handful of games under his belt. He's fine. It might take him a couple games in the playoffs to get going. Okay. I will th- live with that with him needing a couple games to get going in the playoffs when what you picked up at the trade deadline Will be more than enough to lift the entire team up.
0: Yeah, the Avalanche medical facility are the most optimistic people on this planet. They will yeah. never say LTIR, and they'll they'll send a picture of Bo Byram on the ice at any given mm-hmm. moment, and then right. Ryan Murray will come back out of nowhere. Like they, I don't know what yeah. Frankenstein's monster they got going down there, but like I. <laughs> Honestly, at this time of the year, it would make perfect sense to do the LTIR. But I understand Gabe going to he's going to call the shots on this one and he's not going to put himself in a predicament that's going to end up costing us when it comes to the playoffs. You don't want to be that guy. So you're going to play it smart here.
1: Well, I don't think it's just Gabe Landis. is going to call the shots on this. I think Joe Sackick is going to call the shots on this. I do. I feel I feel like he's he's going to tell him, like, look, like. This is how long you're going to be out for, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to keep you out so we can go get some more assets. I, I, I to me, it'd be a no brainer. The Gerard thing, okay, we can have a conversation about that. I would still do it with him because now, like you're, you've shorted up twelve million dollars in cash. Yeah, for a team that is up against the cap, that is like Disneyland mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. So um, I think for Landis, once he has the surgery and comes out of it and they say, he's okay, he's going on LTIR. I think that's going to be the announcement is, is he's, he's okay. Surgery went well. He's on LTIR all in one press release. And then for Gerard, maybe they I mean, they got to put him on it soon though, because you have to have like 20 games or something mm-hmm. uh, to be on LTIR. So they can't, they couldn't do it right at the end. If, if he's, if they say he's going to be out for a month, and then in like week three of that month, you're kind of already, it's too late because you're deep into April yeah. at that point, and you're not going to have enough games for him to go on LTIR. So wouldn't surprise me if they don't with Gerard. I'd like it for selfish reasons so we can go get more trade capital. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, but you, we'll see. But Landis Kog, I think, is going on it.
0: Yeah, I agree. You want to put Gerard back out there because you don't want guys like Murray, Jack Johnson, and EJ – Really spinning those legs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, all right. So, oh, you know, I just figured out I can I can do this too. There you go.
0: Wow.
1: Nathaniel, the bottom lines didn't produce goals, but they looked solid and stood up against the lines of the flames. They did, man. I agree yeah. with you. I agree. Like, and I don't want, I don't really need the bottom to, to score a ton. I'd like them to score by uh, I, I, I want them more to prevent goals than than anything else
0: so yeah
1: um here's another one from Nathaniel I'm just happy that uh, McDermott <laughs> didn't lose his cool and that he just played solid defense very good point uh and it's what were the hits in this game
0: and he uh, took that and he took that one where his feet were taken out from under him and he slid into the board I can't remember who he took with him but he just kind of knocked yeah. the puck away with a stick and he didn't do any extra goonery so no, that was he didn't. That was very neat. He really
1: didn't. Um, let me see. Wow, he only had one hit on the day, believe it or not. but Who is that guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. What's going on with him? <laughs> it's okay, I guess. He's um, an
0: imposter.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Um, what was it? Oh, and let's clap it up for the Avs. They won the face-off battle yet again. Uh, I think this is two games in a row now where they won it. I don't know, but that's they impressive.
0: said it couldn't be done.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, that will wrap it up for today. Um, yeah, we will be doing live streams after each game from now on. So, um, Alan joined and wanted to throw some shade in the comments. I'm not even going to talk about what he wants to throw up there. He thinks he's a funny man, funny guy, but anyway. Um, we will be back tomorrow and <laughs> with some, you know, probably Gabe Landeskog news on how the surgery went. And every day that ticks by is another day closer to this trade deadline. And I think you're going to see things happen now. Once the abs get notification on that surgery, I think you might see things happening a little bit quicker for the Avs because they don't want to lose out on guys. Now, now you're up against that. I kind of feel like if they if they if they lost out on like Giroux or somebody like that, like okay, we tried to get him, um, but now you need him to replace a big piece of of your team. Not only Giroux, you need guys to come in and kind of pass the torch to them right away. Um, so I think you're going to see I think a lot. It's going to be like kind of fast and furious here for the abs in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, there's. it's taking a lot of the what-ifs out of the way for the Avs, and they can go out there and make a splash. So yep. who yeah. wouldn't want to be an avalanche right now? That'd be fun. So, yeah, we'll do uh, live streams after every game,
1: and maybe we'll do it every episode. I don't know. If, if we want to, we can do it. We feeling froggy. <laughs> what the heck? Why not? So, all right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for today. We will be back tomorrow with a fresh new episode. Up until then, is is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, I, Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, abs, Go.